Love Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right. This is Elder G. Bazaar coming to you from Warren, Ohio. This is Watchmen on the Wall, End Time Radio Ministry, the first and the last, and the beginning to the end. So glad to be with you this afternoon. We got brother brother Tim Jackson coming in. He'll be with me for the next two hours. We're gonna talk about some heavy stuff. Amen. We're gonna talk about number one, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. And we wanna let you know that He's coming back again. And he's sooner to come back than ever Amen. in any time in history. In history. We're at the end. We're at the end of what? End of the church age. The church age is just about getting ready to end. In other words, there won't be no more church on earth after Mm -hmm. the rapture. The church will be in heaven. We will be with Christ. The church is headed for the judgment seat. The church is getting ready to be judged for their works that they have done here on earth. That's where I'm headed. And those that say, those that sanctify, those that have been washed in the blood of the Lamb will be absolutely caught up at the sound of the trumpet when Jesus Christ descends from heaven. He's going to be suspended in the, in the, in the midst of second and first heaven. There, the judgment seat of Christ will take place. After the rapture of the church, the Antichrist will arrive. Because for the last 2,000 years, men have been looking for a world leader. They have been looking for a dictator. They have been looking for somebody that will appease them and will please them in worshiping God. So what's going to come down is Satan got a man in the backyard. His his, his first name is Antichrist. He is absolutely anti-God. He can't stand God. He can't stand Christ. He denies Christ. He is trying to get the world to follow after him. So what's going to happen in the next few, whoo, I can say the next few minutes, it wouldn't hurt nothing. I can say in the next few months, it wouldn't hurt nothing. I can say in the next year, it wouldn't hurt nothing because it's sooner, the sooner it is now than ever in human history. 2,000 years is almost up. I'm giving you a layout. Of what's getting ready to happen. Now, if you want to go to heaven, if you want to go to heaven, you've got to come to Jesus Christ. There's no other way. There is no other way from here to eternity. You cannot find no other name above the name of Jesus Christ because the Bible says at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow, every tongue is going to bow, and Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Well, we're going to talk about the Antichrist, the rapture, the peace treaty, the seven-year tribulation, 144,000. Amen. We're going to talk about the end-time church age, which is Laodicea. We're going to talk about the mark of the beast, the two witnesses. The, uh, the return of Jesus Christ, the battle of Armageddon, and last of all, the great, the great, the great millennium reign where Jesus Christ would actually reign on this earth for 1,000 years with the church, and Satan will be bound. That's all I'm going to say right now. I want you to bow your heads in prayer, and Brother T- Tim Jackson is going to come on in and give us a little bit of doctor of the law. Doctor of Grace, 
sanctification, uh, a justification. He's going to talk about Russia a little bit, a little bit about the, 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 the bottomless pit. Oh, man, we're going to bring it on in here. We're going to bring it on in here and let you know what's getting ready to happen. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Eternal Father, we come to you this afternoon, this evening, thanking you, Lord, for your love and your mercy. We ask you right now, touch your servant, Tim Jackson, right now, from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. Lord, speak to him, Lord. Speak to him, Lord. Let him know that you are uh, behind him, underneath him, and in him to preach the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and try to bring in as many as we can into the kingdom by the cross in Jesus' name, let the church say amen. Okay, Brother Jackson. Amen. Amen. amen All glory be to the most high God. It is a blessing to be in the land of the living, yeah, to all be right. a child of God in the land of the living, and to have eternal salvation and be a child of God and to be in the land of the living. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that powerful prayer, brother. We're going to go ahead and jump right into the word. We're not going to spare a moment, a minute or a second, because there's a lot to talk about. Because like you said, in the moment in the twinkle of an eye, right now as we speak, church could be called home. Amen. Yes, sir. We're so grateful to be in this day and time and this, this uh, be alive in this day and time. Brother, the funny thing is, yesterday... We had a teen summit with teenagers and just mentoring them and, you know, and giving them direction in life. And the thing that my friend had was from the cradle to the grave. That was the Come thing. On. And they had on stage, they had a cradle, a baby cradle. And on the other side, they had a casket. Yeah. And they had a sign in the middle that said, Cradle to the Grave. And the message was, what will you do with your time on this earth? Amen? Amen. We all have a choice to make in this life. Come on, preacher. And the choices that we make <clears throat> will pretty much give us some type of outcome, whether it be good whether it be bad. Yeah. And what I want to talk about real quick before I get into the word. Go ahead. I want to go ahead and start out. Now, usually we don't do this until the end of the show, but I want to kick off the show. We, we, we may bring it up again. I'm sure we will at the end of the show. I want to share with you because we're in such a critical hour, as the brother said. We're at the end. Yeah. This is no longer about baseball, hot dog, and, and apple pie. It's no more about NFL Sunday. No more about going to the club and getting your dance on. Come on. <laughs> hey, it, it, it's, it, the brother said we are in the last days. This is it. Yes, sir. We are in the last church. Playtime is over. We're about to go be called home to be with the Lord in the earth, in the first and second heaven. And then we're going to be judged and receive our rewards. And then we're going to look down from heaven and watch all that is going. We're going to witness this thing. Come on, preacher. Tribulation. Tribulation. Seven years. 
We the saints are going to actually witness this. We won't be a part of it. We won't even be here. If you're listening to these, these ministers that are talking about the church is going to be here, you got to be prepared. How can you prepare for the great tribulation? Come on now. You can't. You got folks that are going to get bonkers. Oh, I don't know about nowhere else, but here in Texas, they are going berserk. They just going nuts. Texas is nothing but landmass. And I know the elder drove through Texas. You see nothing but land, didn't you, brother? Land. Nothing land. but land. Land everywhere. These everywhere. folks are buying bonkers, secret bonkers. They they buying these uh the the the, the train cars is what they are. They buying them train cars, having these bulldozers to, to dig out the earth. Deep in the earth, and they putting these things in the earth, and they are preparing for nuclear war attack. That's what they're preparing for. These yeah, are people yeah. who can afford these things. Now, the so-called elite, the folks who are super rich and wealthy, they already know what's about to happen. Come on now. That's why, man, brother, I'm talking. They are talking about this stuff like, and it just amazes me how people in the church. Most of the people in the church are just blind to this, what's going on. Blinded. Blind. They ain't talking about it. They ain't bringing up nothing. Revelation, some of them are catching on, but the majority of them are so religious, they so caught up into this world that they missing it. Missing it. Amen. I want to share with you Romans 10th chapter. Come on, preacher. Verse 9. Come on, preacher. verse 10. Because I'm going to start out right now with salvation because I want you to become saved. I want you because, you know, I heard people say you got to prepare for what's coming. I'm going to tell you right now, the only way, the only way you can miss the great tribulation and that you can prepare for what's about to hit this planet is Romans 10 chapter verses 9 and 10 through salvation. That is the only way to escape. You can't buy enough toilet tissue. You can't buy enough water. You can't buy enough food. You can't buy enough guns and bullets and weapons. You can't hide enough. You can't go deep enough in the earth for what's coming to this planet. I'm telling you right now, if you think you are fooling yourself, if you think you're going to escape the Great Tribulation, it ain't called the Great Tribulation for nothing. Daniel didn't say that there was no time like it before his time nor up to his time, nor any time afterward. That's the great tribulation. Seven years out of 6,000 years, just seven years. Now, compare that. Seven years to 6,000 years. Every evil thing that happened over the past 6,000 years is going to be crammed into seven years. Come on, come on. And multiplied and unleashed on this earth within Ooh, seven years. Wee. Tell it, Lord brother. have mercy. I, you can say what you want to. I want no part of what's, going, what's coming to this planet I don't when that happens. When does God crack open? Amen, brother. I know Amen. you don't. Amen. I know you don't. You've been preaching a lot longer than, I, longer than I've been alive, and I know you know. You don't want right. no part of it. Don't know, but you don't. You think you tough enough? About I hear folks talking crazy. I'm talking about these crazy. church people talking about <laughs> buying guns, <laughs> getting a bunker. You better hide. You better get you some bullets. You you better have enough money. I'm like, 
What nonsense is that? That is not how God fights. God uh-uh. said, I'll fight your battles. Yeah. We won't even, God said, we won't even be here. You can't prepare for no evil spirits that's coming out of the earth, out of the dark, on, dark, dark pits of the earth. You can't prepare for that. The Bible says in Revelation that the scorpions are going to sting men oh. for five months, Woo. and they cannot die. Come Tell on, me, preacher. how can you prepare for that? There is no preparation. You can buy all the guns and bullets and things, lift all the weights you want to lift, run all you want to run, act tough all you want to act. There is no escape from the great tribulation no if you don't have Christ. You got to be born again born by again. the blood of Christ. Born, born again. Come on, preacher. Lord have mercy. That is the only way. You are the only going way. Was coming to this plan. Let me read it. If you want to be saved today, you know what's funny? My niece just got saved the other day, her and her husband. Such a blessing. Man, let me tell you right now. You don't know at this day and time. And then I heard about some celebrity that gave her life to Christ. Man, you all don't know that that any time is the best time to get saved. But right now, now, the hour is drawing near in the chapter on this 6,000-year reign of Lucifer, his chapter is about to end. It's yeah. over with for him. Over. He's had all over. his fun. It's over with for him. It's over. And if you want to sit there and play with your soul, you go right ahead. But mm-hmm. I don't encourage it because you will not escape. You can laugh at this. You can joke. You can say, oh, I'm a, I heard people be silly and they say, well, I'm part of the Illuminati. You don't even know what it is. You, you, you just seen some on TV, something on YouTube you heard folks talking about. You don't know the evil and the indebtedness of what those people are steeped in. Man. You don't know what all that they're doing. Ooh. Them folks are blaspheming the Holy Spirit, and the, lake, and the lake of fire has a place for them. You don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Them folks cannot be saved. They have sold out totally to Satan, doing evil, demonic, Unheard of, wicked, unspeakable things that they Come are doing on, in the dark. You won't know part of it. I won't know part of it. Amen. I thank God so much for my salvation. I thank him for my four parents, for teaching us and rearing us up in church and just Come showing on. us the way. I thank Come him on. so much. If you want to be saved today, go with me to Romans, the 10th chapter, verses 9 and 10. And if you have... If you don't have a Bible, you at least got a cell phone. Go with me. Let me read. Let, let me show you how you can escape. Go ahead and read it, brother. Amen. Because this is, this is called the great escape. <laughs> yes, sir. Brother, we're going to yes, go sir. out in the great escape. Yes, sir. And I can't wait for the great escape. Amen. Because watch this. Watch this. Verse 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Yeshua. Amen. Come on. And shall believe in thine heart that yes. Yahweh hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Yes. That's in to be simple, clean, cut dry, straight to the point. Does it not, brother? Yes. Amen. It didn't say, it didn't say uh, walk here to Egypt or swim across <laughs> the on. Atlantic Ocean. 
Instead of do all these things that people think that you have to do to become saved, it's right. simply to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. And from there, that God has raised him, him meaning the Messiah, the chosen one, the Lamb of God, he raised him from the dead. The Bible says, clean and cut dry, clean and cut dry, that you shall be saved. Saved. That's, that's all it. I got to do. That's it. I'll tell you all, that's all you got to do. But sincerely mean it. Ain't no play thing. Ain't no joking no around with it. Amen. You got to sincerely accept Christ into your heart and say, Lord, I want to be changed. I want to be a new man or a new woman and walk a new path. You, you just got to yeah. be sincere to God. And the Holy Spirit will hit you faster than you can blink. Faster blink. than you can think. You can, you can drop dead the next second. Guess what? You done made it into heaven by one second. All Lord, right. All right. Amen. All Confess right. with your mouth and believe yeah. in your heart. Yeah. And then verse 10 said, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made yeah, unto salvation. salvation. What it's simply saying is, with your heart is done. You got to believe it in your heart because you yeah. confess it with your mouth. You say, well, what does that mean, Pastor? It's simple. I love my wife. And because I love my children and my wife and children, I simply confess and tell them, I love you. I love mm-hmm. you. We say we love each other every night before we go to bed. That's a great thing. Amen. Yes, sir. Because, see, what's in you has got to come out of you. And because I love them, I must speak it into existence and say, I love you. I must confess it to them that I love them. Now, I'm going to get into some scriptures, amen. And before go you ahead, get brother, you brother, with it. Amen. Amen. Before I get up to the brother, I want to point out something. Go with me. Amen. 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 Let's go over to the book of Isaiah. We're going to work in the book Isaiah, of Isaiah. Isaiah, gotcha. Amen. Isaiah. And I want to show you how much God loves you because the brother mentioned the gathering together, which is known as the rapture of the church. Yeah, yeah. I like to call it the great escape. <laughs> yeah, all right. See, God exited us, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Well, don't yeah. you know that God's going to make another exodus for the children of God once again? This yes, time, sir. He's not going to have to open up the Red Sea. Guess what no. he's going to open up? He's going to open up the sky. And Come the sky on, is going to roll back like a scroll. Just like he parted that sea for Moses and the children of Israel to escape the hands of Pharaoh. Well, now we're about to escape the hands of the Antichrist, the hands yes. of, of Lucifer, the hands of the devil. And God's going to roll back to the sky. The light yes. is going to strike. The trump is going to sound. And on the sound of that last trump, the dead in Christ shall rise. And we're going to yes. all be caught up to heaven. Yes. Now watch this. I want to show you how much God loves you. Watch what he says. Isaiah, the 54th chapter. 54, got you. Amen. Isaiah 54. And I'm just going to work with verse 4 for right now. I may have to come back. Amen. Amen. I'm going to come back. But I'm going to start out with verse 4. I'm going to show you something. I want you to know how much Yahweh loves Israel. He loves the children of God so much. He loves all of mankind. Let's make sure we get it right. God loves everybody. He don't want no one to be lost. He don't want nobody to perish. 
but that's a choice that man has made to simply reject God and not want to give his life to Christ and walk and follow God. Watch what it says. It says, fear not. Did you see that? It says, fear not. God don't want you to fear him. And he wants you to fear him in the sense of reverence. In other words, respect him like we respect my dad. So I fear my dad. My dad say, don't you go over there. I fear him enough to obey him. But what my dad was trying to do, he was trying to teach me and keep me from danger. He was trying to keep me from harm and something happens to me. So what this is is God wants you to reverence him. He trying to teach us, hey, go in the path that I have set you on so that you won't have to feel the wrath. In other words, if you step out of my grace, then you doing something you ain't got no business doing. You go somewhere you ain't got no business going. It's out of my hands. You Mm -hmm. chose to put yourself in that dangerous situation. Amen. But watch what he says. He says, fear not. Now, when I read that scripture, I mean that part of that portion of the scripture, what it reminds me of is Revelation, the first chapter. Yes, sir. It reminds me of verse 17 and 18, but we're going to come back to that. When he, when he told John, uh, yeah. the apostle, he told John, uh, um, um, the, 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 the disciple John, he told him, he said, don't fear me, fear not. Because why? God is with us. God is on our side. We are on God's side. We have no reason to fear God. God loves us. Just like your mom and dad love you, amen, but we still fear them in the sense that, hey, I'm going to respect my mom and dad, and I reverence them. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Now, watch what he says. For thou shalt not be ashamed, neither be thou confounded. Come on. For thou shalt not be put to shame, Mm -hmm. for thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth, and shall not remember the reproach of thy widowhood any more. Come on, Amen. come on. Amen. Now, yes, God, now who is talking to? I, I got to read verse 5 because it wouldn't make no sense if I didn't read verse 5. It says, For thy maker is thine husband. The Lord of hosts is his name, mm-hmm. and thy redeemer the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall he be called. Amen. Amen. All glory to the Most High. So what is this talking about? Thy maker is Christ. He is the maker of all creation. He is the word of God. And this is who the scripture is talking to. This is why it says, Spirit not, for thou shalt not be ashamed. This is Christ speaking to us. Don't be afraid, Israel. The children of God, don't be afraid and be ashamed not because why? I died for your sins. I went Ooh, to the cross wait. for your transgressions. You have yeah. nothing to fear once you are in the, covered in the blood of God. It says, for thou shalt not be put to shame. Come now on. watch what it says. It says, and neither shall thou be confounded. That word confounded, amen. Once I looked it up, it it it. It translates to me in the Hebrew to taunt or to insult mm. or to hurt. Mm. It means that when Christ judges, because the brother mentioned the, the, the Bama seat, 
when the saints about to go and get their judge, he's not going to taunt you and say, Tim, why didn't you go out there and preach the gospel more? Why didn't you read and study your words even more? He's not going to insult you. Hey, you knew better than mm-hmm. doing that and doing yeah. that and going over there. He's not going to hurt you. In other words, he's not going to put you to shame. This reminds me of Romans, the 8th chapter, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ. Yes, sir. Amen. We are covered in the blood of God. Blood of the Lamb. Amen. Amen. For Isaiah 54 and 17 says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall what? Prosper. Prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment. Thou shalt condemn. This is yeah. the heritage. You hear that? This is yes, the heritage. Sir. You have inherited God's grace and God's mercy. You don't have to worry about going before God and God insulting you because of what you didn't do. Because you want to know what? He's already died for your sins. For yeah. the simple fact, because you have chosen to choose God. Now, this don't mean that you sit back in your seat and watch Sunday football and say, well, I'm already saved. Ain't no need uh-huh. No, that ain't what that means. You still go forth and do God's will. You still go forth and teach the word, read and study our Bible. We still teach salvation. We try to save as many souls as we possibly can. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. This is, this is what this means. He's not going to scorn you or defame you. He's not going to point the finger at you in judgment. This is what it's talking about. Verse 5 says, for thy maker is thine husband. Amen. Amen. I mean, the word says that God is married to what? The backslider. The backslider. Yes, Amen. The Lord of hosts is his name. Who is this talking about? None other than our Lord and Savior. Amen. Hey, I'm going to turn over to the brother real quick. Go ahead, brother. Go with me. Amen. Go with me to, to Jeremiah 3 and 14. 3 and 14. Gotcha. Yes, sir. That's just a few books over, amen. I think it's the next book yeah. on Jeremiah, the third chapter, the 14th verse. This is what it says. Turn. Amen. Right. It means to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. Turn. Right. Old backsliding children, said yeah. the Lord, knows that they were still the children of God. In other words, turn back to God. Go back to your first love, which is what? Amen. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, yeah. thy mind, yeah. thy soul, and, and love thy neighbors, thy love thyself. Go back. Yeah. Turn back to God. Yes, sir. You remember when you first got saved, man, you couldn't tell you nothing. You carried your Bible everywhere. You carried it to Sunday school, Wednesday night Bible study. You carried it to, to, to the church, regular church study. You even slept with your Bible. Now, come on now. <laughs> Amen. When you first Amen. got saved, nobody tell you nothing. You was all about God. Amen. Go back to your first love is what it's saying. Yes. It says, for I am married unto you. You. And I will take you one of a city and two of a family, and I will bring you to Zion. Yes, Look sir. Lord, have mercy. Have Thank mercy. Have mercy on us. Amen. One more thing. I'm going to turn over to my brother. Go ahead, brother. Amen. Work with it. Go to Luke. Work with it. Amen. Amen. Luke, the first chapter 
And we're going to look at verse 32. Luke, the first chapter, verse 32. It says, he shall be great. We already know what he's talking about. Amen. Who's he talking about? The son of God, Yeshua. Amen. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. Come on. Amen. Come on. I will never leave you nor forsake you, he said. Amen. Amen. God is married to us. Amen. He said, I died on the cross for you. Yes, for sir. your sins, was I beaten, spit on? Lord, have mercy. Have and mercy. We thank you for salvation. God loves you. And the brother said, we're going to stand before him. He can't wait to see us. And I Come know on now. Come on. That's how it should be. Because it's not going to be like, oh, Lord, man, I got to be just. No. Because you're going to get rewarded. You're going to before God. Come on. The son the son of God to be just to receive your reward for the worst and the things done in this body. Amen. Yes, sir. Any condemnation come is going to come from you because you know what you're going to say to yourself? This is what I'll, I get all of this. Man, mm-hmm. I should have did more. I should have spent more time with God. I should have preached yes. more and witnessed more. The condemnation yes. going to come from you. It ain't going to come from God. You're going, to con- you're going to condemn yourself. God, he said, I have cast into the sea of forgiveness. Of forgiveness. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes. Amen. Go ahead, brother. I'm going to come back and I'm going to work with some more verses. All right. All right. You, go you, ahead. Started off, you started off on the right thing. Salvation. Salvation. Oh, salvation. Man. Salvation. Salvation is in education. Amen. We thank the Lord for that word. We thank the Lord for Romans 10, 9. A lot of that verse in the Bible is neglected by many, many, many people. They ain't paying no attention to that scripture. The reason they ain't paying no attention to it because Satan knows that's the key scripture, amen, to receive salvation. You've got to repent. You've got to be sorry. You've got to confess. You've got to believe. You've got to receive what? Receive what? Jesus Christ by faith into your heart. You've got to believe that the sins that you have committed, and if you have not been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ and repented of your sins and confessed with your mouth and believe with your heart that God Almighty, what? He came and what? He resurrected his own son. And who is his son? Himself. He is the Son. He is God the Father. He is God the Son. He is God the Holy Ghost. God don't need nobody to help him do what he got to do. You know why? Because he's self-existence. Before anything was, he is. And when everything else is gone, he will be. So what he did, he resurrected his own self and, 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 and became flesh. And guess what? He died like a man. He died like a human. Why? Because sin put him to death. What sin? My sins, your sins, your mama's sins, your daddy's sins, your uncle, your aunts, your enemies. That sin of the world, of hating what? Righteousness. 
That's why the devil don't want you what? Saved. He wants you to go to hell with him. Satan That's right. You to go to hell with him. He don't care. He don't care what your uh, uh, past background. He wants to keep you from what? Coming to Jesus Christ. This is Palm right. Sunday. This is the Sunday that Jesus Christ rolled through Jerusalem on the coat of an ass. And they were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And the following week, they was getting ready to crucify him. Oh, my God. Never, never have a man been crucified like Jesus. There was men that died before Christ came on the cross, but they were crucified like Jesus. Oh, they just hung them on the cross for their crimes. They didn't do nothing to them. They just hung them up there and let them die on their own. But before Jesus Christ got to the cross, he was mutilated. He was beat to a pulp. He looked like looked like mince meat. He looked like cut up hamburger. They used him as a punching bag. They spat upon him. They nailed his feet to a piece of timber. They nailed his hands to a cross. They speared him in the side. They put a crown of thorns on his head. They walked by the cross and called him everything but the Son of God. They challenged right, him to come down off the cross. Since you got so much power, come on down. You got so much power, you can heal the sick, you can raise the dead, you can cast the devils out of men and women and boys and girls. Mm. But let me tell you, if you're so powerful, if you're the God who we say that you say you are, come down off the cross. Come on down, you big and bad. But Jesus (laughs) had another plan. He had another avenue. If he would have came down on the cross, it would have been hell for you. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Mm. If Jesus Christ would have came down off the cross and took the nails out of his hands and took the nails out of his feet and pack his suitcase and go back to heaven and sit on God's, sit on his throne and watch, see what the world will become. The world is in bad shape now. Just think if Christ would have died where we would have been. Man, every human soul, every human being, every boy, girl, uh, whoever may concern would have to die and go to hell. Oh, y'all right. this to me. You ain't you you think you think God is playing games? When he went to the cross, he said, I got power enough to lay down my life and I got power to pick it up again. Y'all ain't Amen. taking my life. I could call 72,000 angels and they could come down here and wipe Jerusalem off the face of the earth. But I told them to stay in heaven. I got a job to do. I got souls to be saved. I got old men to be saved. I got young women to be saved. I got pretty people to be saved, ugly people. I got black and white people to be saved. I got Chinese and Jews to be saved. I got every nationality that I've made to be saved. If I come down off the cross, it would have been better for me not to even come at all. But guess what he did? Amen. He took the beating. You took the beating. And we go on about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ wasn't nothing. Let me tell you something what it was. Take a straight pen and stick it through your wrist. And see how it feels. Just take a little old straight pin. Take a little old pin and stick yourself in the in, in, in the forehead and put that needle through your skin. Just, just try it one time. Hang on the cross 
for six hours with no water, with a first mm. mouth and the tongue, your tongue is sticking to the roof of your mouth. Hang on that cross for six long hours and cry out, my God, my God, why has God forsaken me? Huh? You wouldn't be able to go far as the upper room. You wouldn't get to the upper room. You wouldn't get uh, 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 the next morning. You'd be running away from saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. Too much pain. These people talking about me, you'd be crying like a little old baby. But yet still, we don't take the respect of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. He didn't do that to have a circus. He didn't do that to start some kind of club. He did that because he shed blood was the only way that man could be redeemed, the only blood Amen. on the face of the earth that could redeem human race. And he did it. He shed all of his blood. I That's mean, right. that blood is so powerful, it can say, it can say the lowest of the lowest. It can save a pimp on the street. It can save a whoremonger on the street. It can save whores on the street. And the reason I'm talking about street, because that's where Jesus Christ wants the church to go, on the street. Go down to the highway and byway and tell folks, you don't have to live like this. There is a redeemer that can redeem your soul from sin, death, hell, and fire, come on in. But the world is saying today, I don't need it. I don't want it. I'm doing real good now. I'm, I, I got my little money. I got my little automobile. I got my car. I got this and I got that. I don't need no God. I don't need to go praise right. God. I don't need to say, say thank you, Jesus. I got this myself. Well, you a lying wonder. You a lying wonder. If it wasn't for God, he could wave his hand, and you would have to lay down and die. If it wasn't for God, you wouldn't have a drop of food in your house. And there's some people that don't have no food in their house. But let me tell you, because you don't have no food on the house, and you want some food, I tell you what you ought to do. You ought to call on the breadwinner, Jesus Christ. If you want to Amen. help yourself, God will help you. If you want to turn from your sin, God can bring you out of any low-down, dirty, and rotten sin that Satan can bring up on you. And that's what Satan is doing. And you know what he's doing? He's putting roadblocks in the front of people. And you know what the roadblock head is led it to, is leading it to you too? It leads you to the cross. And the devil said, I can't let you get to the cross. If you Amen. get to the cross and repent of your sins and turn from your wicked ways and confess with your mouth and believe with your heart and tell Jesus Amen. Christ, I want to stop this stuff. I want to get rid of this stuff. Why? Because sin is rotten. And people don't think right. sin is rotten. It stinks. It smells you. It gives you a bad name. Amen. Sin will ruin your life. I don't care how smooth you can talk. I don't care how, how well you look. Sin will ruin your life. And people love sin. And if you love sin, you can't love God at the same time. Either you Amen. love sin right. and hate God, or you love God and hate sin. Now, most of the people love sin. They love the party. They love to have a good time. They love to have a form of goddess, but they ain't got no power. They love to do things that are, are contrary to the word of God. But we're living in that day now. We're living in that day where the church I'm talking about the church that Jesus purchased with his own blood. That church that, hey, is sanctified and saved. I'm talking about that church that has been separated from the garbage can. 
Uh-oh. You mean sin is like a garbage can? Yes, it is. It's like a dirty, rotten garbage can. And ain't nothing, in it. Ain't, nothing, ain't nothing good in it but what? Sin and a big mess. If you don't believe me, stop by the 17th chapter of the book of Revelation, and you will see a beautiful woman up on a scarlet beast, up on a wonderful, a a, a red-looking beast, and she's got scarlet. And the Bible says, I ain't talking about what I say, because I ain't got nothing to say without the Bible. If it ain't in the Bible, I ain't going to say it. He said she had a golden cup in her hand, a golden cup. And that golden cup is filled with filthiness and the abomination of the earth. Every low-down, rotten thing that Satan has started from the Garden of Eden all the way to the end of the millennium reign, the devil has filled that cup over. And guess what? This this, this woman that's sitting on the beach represents the false church, the false church, because there's a true church and there is a false church. The false church Rides on a beast with a woman with a golden cup in her hand. The true church rides with Jesus Christ in the 19th chapter, the 11th verse of Revelation, and he rides with a royal crown of diadem, and he comes back with the church dressed in white and clean, a raiment, and they come from heaven. That's the true church because that true church is the church that Jesus Christ purchased with his own blood. He saved my life. By his blood. Save my life for what? Hell. H-E-L-L. With a whole lot of L's. Hell. You can go on from hell to ever eternity. It's a long, dried out, hot place where you would have to be punished for what? You ain't, huh. You can't be punished for somebody else's sin. Jesus Christ was punished for you to save you from sin. And if he died for you to save you from sin and you reject the sacrifice of his blood, of his suffering, of, his, uh, 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 of the beating that he took and the, 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 the things that he said on the cross, Father, forgive them. But they don't know what they're doing. They mm-hmm. justify. Satan said, if I can get rid of this Jesus, man, I got it made. But he didn't Amen. realize he didn't know what he was doing. He was killing the son of God. He was killing God's only son. And by killing his son, Christ paid the price for our sins that we wouldn't have to go to hell on our own. Because if you die without Christ, y'all don't hear me. Listen to me. Good God Almighty. If you try to die for your own sins, you'll probably die. But if you die for your own sins, guess what? You'll never get up. You'll never get up until the Lord calls you because you can't resurrect yourself. Man is too sinful. Man is too dirty. Man is too filthy. Man is too rotten to resurrect himself because there's no power in the resurrection of sin. You sin don't have no power. The devil can't resurrect you, and if he does resurrect you, you're going to hell with it because you got to pay. Uh-oh, wait a minute. What you mean? You mean, you mean, if Brother Bazaar... If Brother Lazar never got saved, because I'm saved now, I'm going to let you know I'm saved. But if I would have got saved, how would I go to heaven? There's no way to go to heaven. What would I have to do? I would have to die on my own. I get up on my own and, and, and change my body on my own, and I don't have that power. So what I have to do? I would have to pay for my own sin. 
and the wages of sin is death, separation from God. But the gift of God, the gift of God is eternal life through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This woman that's getting ready to ride in the last church age, she's getting dressed right now. And after the rapture of the church, this church of falsehood, this church of motivation speeches, this church of homosexuality, this church of lying and whoremongering, this church of drug addicts, this church that said they can do anything they want to as long as you just uh, uh, have come in unity. And they, this church is a church that's rejecting the sacrificial death of Jesus Christ, and they're depending on the Antichrist to get them through. But the Antichrist is nothing but the devil himself wrapped up in a, a human being, and he's going to come on the face of the earth Pretty soon, he's going to come on the earth. In fact, he's already on the earth. He's on the earth right now. He's alive. He's alive. What is he waiting for? Why don't he come now? Well, he can't come now. The church is here. The body of Christ is here. The sanctified ones are here. He can't come now because I'll be the first one to jump up and say, there he is. Amen. I'll be I'll be running up and down the street. That's him. Don't worship him. Don't worship him. But God is not going to give me that job. Good God Almighty. God's going to give me the job now to preach it before it happens so you can come on in to the graces of God and get your soul saved. Because let me tell you, if you stop and think, if you stop and think, Jesus said, what profit a man, what profit a girl, what profit the teenagers, what profit the old man, what profit the movie stars? What profit the football players, the basketball players? What profit the Illuminatis and the, uh, 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 the Luciferians? What profit a man that gained the whole round world? Listen, got the whole world. And then he comes up losing his soul. What does Amen. he profit? He profit, he profit nothing. Only thing that he's going to get is he's going to have to pay for his sins. And if you have to pay for your sins, you will literally, absolutely, definitely go to hell. Not because God Amen. don't like you. Not because God don't love you. Not be- No, 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 that ain't the reason. That ain't the reason you're going to hell. You're going to hell because you rejected the ultimate sacrifice. Christ, God in the flesh. Amen manifesting in the flesh, seen of angels, justified by the Spirit, received up in the glory. The God of Abraham became man, that through becoming a man, he could taste the death for every man. And he became like us. Huh? He, he, he walked like us. He looked like us. But one thing about it, he was holy. He was holy. And all the holiness he had, he was willing enough to come down here and touch sinful man. And heal sinful men and raise the dead and cast out devils. But yet still in his in this kind of glory, no wicked person, no sinful person can ever come into God's presence because he cannot stand to look upon sin. And I mm. thank God. You know what I think? I thank God for his blood through Jesus Christ because the, the blood of Jesus Christ is the only potency that God has to what? Wash my soul white as snow, spotless, uniquely sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm a, I, I have a sanctified 
sanctified soul. I have a sanctified spirit. But I got another problem. I got a fleshly body. I got Amen. a body that has sin in it. I had a Amen. body of sin that I can't get rid of. The only way that I can control this body, I got to have the Holy Ghost in my soul that I can keep this flesh under subjection. And that's what a lot of people are running into. Oh, you got to walk in the Spirit. You got to talk in the Spirit. You got to live in the Spirit because the devil is roaring like a lion, soon he may devour. This woman that's on the beast is going to be headed up by the Roman Catholic Church. The Pope. Amen. The Pope is going to be the headquarters of telling the people of the world today, let all religions, all religions, and all occult religions, and all deities come together under one umbrella and worship Lucifer, and it don't make no difference what's the name of your religion. It don't make no difference how you live. You can be a whoremonger or a liar or a gambler or a drug addict. Just come on in. And the devil says, only thing I want you to do is worship me. Stay in your sin. Don't believe in Christ. Keep, 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 stay away from the cross. Because as long as you stay away from the blood of Jesus Christ, guess what? The devil said, I got you. I got you, buddy. But the minute you make a choice, the minute you turn from Satan, because he is working the day and night. He is in the Illuminati like mad, the Luciferians in, across the world. These are Amen. demonic spirits. These are demonic spirits going under the disguise of being a legitimate, le- legitimate religion. And these religions are illegitimate. Ill- they are nothing but demons, devils. That's right. And they, are, they got a plan to deceive what? The whole world. And people today right. are being deceived by who? T.D. Jakes being deceived by all these prosperity preachers that's not preaching the mm. blood of Jesus Christ. They're not preaching right. nothing. They're not preaching nothing, but you can do what you want to do. God loves everybody. That's right. God loves everybody, but everybody ain't God's children. There's a lot of people Amen. on the planet who stand be God's children and is a child of the devil. Because if you living for the devil, talking for the devil, doing what the devil wants you to do, and walking in disbelief and living wicked, you belong to the devil. Because That's the right. devil ain't nothing but unrighteousness. If you lying, cheating, backbiting, whoremonger, if you run in the streets thinking you big shot, hey man, there ain't nobody big enough. Ain't nobody big enough to overturn God. And that's what Satan's been trying to do for the last 6,000 years. He's been rampaging. And he thinks he got the victory. But he's a losing. He's a losing. He's losing every day. The only souls that he's getting is those that refuse to come to Christ. If you don't come to Christ, this is Brother Bazaar telling you, if you don't come to Christ, and I love you. Brother brother, brother, brother Jackson, love everybody out there. We own this afternoon, Amen. and we tell them we love you. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't saying nothing that's not in the Bible. We ain't, cond- we ain't, we ain't damning you. We ain't judging you. We ain't uh, criticizing you because we all born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And for pop, maybe where you at now, I used to be there, but I took the name of Jesus in my life, in my soul, and guess what? I'm a saved man. Brother Jackson's a saved man. And pretty Amen. soon, 
Amen. we're going to be going on to glory. We get ready to go, and we'll try to prepare you to get ready. And I don't mind you going right. to church. Please go to church. But let me tell you, listen, watch what you listen to. Look at what you're listening to. If they ain't telling you Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior of your soul, if they ain't telling you that Jesus Christ died on the cross, he literally died, he literally suffered, he literally whipped up, he literally dropped his head and went what? Where did he go? He went to hell. Jesus Christ went to hell. And when he got down there, he didn't play pinochle. He didn't he didn't go around there telling everybody it's gonna be all right. He told those wicked spirits down there in hell, he said, I come to let you know I got the victory. He stopped by That's Abraham, right. he stopped by Isaiah, he talked by Ezekiel, he talked by Jeremiah, he talked by Daniel, he talked by all the prophets and all the Old Testament uh, 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 patriots and told him, I come to get you out of the grave. I come right. to get you out of the grave because paradise was in the heart of the earth. And what separated paradise from hell, which was not the lake of fire, it's a place of a waiting place until the final judgment day. There's a great gulf between paradise and hell. So paradise was in the bowels of the earth, and Jesus Christ came down there to what? Preach to those in prison and preach to the patriarchs and told them, after I'm resurrected from the dead, on that great resurrection morning, I'm going to pull you out of the bowels of the earth, and I'm going to change the location of paradise, and I'm going to bring you in the presence of me and my Father's kingdom, because before the resurrection, man's sins was not forgiven, but it was covered until the emancipator, until the Redeemer came down and shed his blood and got up on the third day morning. He paid the price. In full. So all the Old Testament patriarchs came out of hell. And now when a person dies, when a saint dies, when a sanctified person dies, when a saved person dies, when when somebody died that's been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, immediately after death, the angels come down and take their soul into paradise, which is in the presence of God Almighty. That's where paradise is at now. Paradise is not in the heart of the earth because sins have right. been paid for, and Jesus Christ took his blood. Look, Lord, help us. Right. Took his blood and washed every saint that come to Jesus Christ. But this false church, it will go through the great tribulation. The great tribulation is when the world will totally become habitations of devils. It's been habitated right. already. But they're going to, it's going to get thicker and thicker. Demons and scorpions and, 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 and all kind of foul spirits are going to be set loose. And when they're set loose in the final great three and one half years of the great tribulation at the end of time, men, men going to want to die and they ain't going to be able to die. There's going to be... There's going to be storms. There's going to be hurricanes. There's going to be volcanoes. There's going to be earthquakes. There's going to be people shooting and killing and murdering in the street. There's mm. going to be a number that uh, 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 people are going to be numbered and branded by the mark of the beast, where you won't be able to buy and sell. And those Come that on, see God. the mark of the beast, the Bible says they will be damned forever. Now, I'll stop wow. there a little bit. If you are caught in the great tribulation, the Antichrist is going to take power of the whole world. Now, listen to what I'm saying. He's going to take power of the whole world for just three and one-half years. 
the first three and one half years, he's going to deceive people to believe that the last three and one half years is God doing this to get people to receive a mark on their forehead or on the back of their right hand. They're already in preparation of getting it set in order. The table is being set right now. The banks are closing down. Stores are losing business. The money has become deteriorated. And people are trying to, like the brothers say, they're digging holes in the ground. They're getting water. They're getting all kind of food. They're telling everybody, I'm going into the woods. I'm going into the forest. Because the city, the cities and towns is going to be a living hell. You talk about zombies in the street. You talk about dead people walking. It's coming. There's going to be dead people walking in the street. They're dead. But they're walking in the streets, and they are going to be trying to kill themselves, and they're going to be able to do it. There's going to be seven trumpets, seven seals, seven bowls, and seven claps of thunder, and people are going to cry out. What is the problem? Jesus is getting ready to come back. Jesus is coming back. When you see Israel coming back into the land, when you see Israel getting ready to build a temple, when you see Israel getting all the animals together to offer sacrifice, when you see Israel telling the world that we're planning to build a temple, and in this temple we're going to start back up the old sacrificial offering, which is not available right now. It's not in action right now. It never will come back into action. It never will work anymore because when Jesus came down here and died for your sin, he fixed it. He fixed it. Praise God. He fixed it. I don't have to go to the animal no more. I go straight to Jesus, and that's where you need to go. You need to go straight to Jesus, fall on your knees, and say, Lord, have mercy on my soul. Have mercy on my soul, because what I see coming, it's going to come, and it's going to come like a twinkling of an eye. The dead in Christ, as I said before, going to rise from the dead in a moment, split second, in a split second of a split second. And there are going to be millions of people missing from the planet. There's going to be plane mm-hmm. crashes. There's going to be automobile right. accidents. There's going to be all kinds of tragedies. There's going to be, you're talking about storms going on now. Oh, my God. You're talking about rain and, 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 and drought going. This ain't nothing. God is right. warning what? He's warning the world now. Tornadoes are wiping out Mississippi, Alabama, wiping out up in the uh, Washington uh, State. Washington snowing. People can't get out. They tell me storms and telephone poles and folks and cars are messed up. God said, I am tired. This is what he said. I am tired of y'all worshiping things. I'm tired right. of y'all worshiping things and you're not worshiping me. I'm tired of y'all failing yourself to come together in a matter of psalm and praise my name. I am tired of you praising football and basketball. I'm tired of these men going around here using these women as harlots and prostitutes and whores. I'm tired. I'm tired Amen. of the government 
killing the babies. I'm tired of the government letting these young old men take these young girls and rape them and use them Come as on, a, a pin cushion. God said, I'm tired. I'm tired. I done died for your sin. I done been crucified for your sin. I done come back from the grave for your sin. I'm sitting on the right-hand side of the Father, and I've been going through this for the last 6,000 years, and Satan's been having some of his ways, but there's a day coming when I'm going to stomp my feet down. I'm going to wave my hand, and the moon's going to be embarrassed, and the sun is going to put out, and the tail me will be high blood pressure because the moon's going to turn red, and the stars are mm. going to lose the socket, and they tell me when the stars start falling, men going to go out into the mountains and hills and cry out to the mountains and hills and say, oh, mountains, oh, hills fall on us. Hide us from the one that set it on the throne because I've been on the earth for 50 or 60 or 70 years and I've denied your name. I curse your name. I use your name in vain. I ran the streets. I did what I wanted to do. I, put, I, I bypassed the church and I cussed out the preacher. I told him ain't a bunch, mm. a bunch of ponies, but everybody ain't a pony. Goodbye, my God. Everybody mm, is not wrong and everybody is not right, but you ought to know how to take the right from the wrong. Jesus Christ is right. And he Amen. said, if you follow me, I'll make you become fishers of men. Don't you worry about the storms coming because more is coming. You go to bed at night, you wake up in the morning, and, 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 and there's, a, there's a tree in the front of your house. There's cars all turned over. What Jesus Christ said, when the rapture comes, it's going to be a hair-raising thing. Folks are going to be running through the streets, my friends. The freeway is going to be catastrophe. There's going to be airplane crashes. There's going to be people and families fighting against each other. There's going to be families betraying each other. There's going to be so much reveling and killing and murder. There ain't going to be, it's going to take more than an NAWCP. It's going to take more than FEMA. It's going to take more. It's going to take God Almighty. He said, now my time has come. Don't be left here. Don't be left at the sound of the trumpet. The trumpet is soon to sound. Right. This is 2023. This is the year in which, amen, there's three more prophecies, and I'm going to give it over to the brother. There's three more prophecies that's got to be fulfilled before Christ comes back to the earth. And that's the Feast of the Trumpets, the Feast of Yom Kippur, and the Feast of Tabernacle. The Feast of Yom Kippur and the Feast of the Trumpets. The next one on the list, because four has been fulfilled. The Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, and the day of Pentecost has already been fulfilled. The next three Ooh. is the Feast of Trumpet. The trumpet means battle. The trumpet means repentance. The trumpet means uh, catching up. The trumpet means an awareness. The trumpet means a lamentation. The, the trumpet means that the church has fulfilled its mission. And his mission is to preach the gospel. And if a church is not preaching the gospel, it's not preaching nothing at all. And the gospel is Jesus Christ, the son of the the living God, God himself, wrapped in swallowing clothes, born in a manger, healed the sick, raised the dead, cast out devils. I'm talking about the Christ that suffered. I'm talking about the Christ that was nailed to the cross. I'm talking about the Christ that dropped his head between the locks of his shoulders and gave up the ghost, went down into hell, 
preached to those in prison, got up on the third day morning, and now he got all power in heaven and earth to save your soul. Jesus Amen. did that all for you. Amen. He did it all for the whole world. And the world is saying they're licking their tongues at Christ. They're making movies that's filthy about Christ. They're trying to belittle Christ. That's the raw-headed snoop with backbone. No backbone devil. He ain't got no horns, but he got a tail. And he's telling tales ever since he was in the Garden of Eden. And he's still telling them. Don't let him tell you. Look in the Word of God, my friends. It's time to get right with God. It's time for you to get saved. You can run the street all you want to. You can go over your friends and have parties all you want to. You can go to the football game, basketball game, all this stuff, all you want to. That's right. But if you die, if you die on the way to the football game in a car accident, and I don't wish nothing on nobody, if you die or overdose, if you die without knowing Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you are going to go to hell because sin will never come in the presence of God anymore. And God is not going to let no sinner go to heaven. And if you ain't saved, you're a sinner. If you say, you're a saint. And saints can sin, but they don't practice sin. Oh, look at here. That means that you're after sin, but you don't practice sin. And by you not practicing sin, that means Christ has come into your life to restrain you from doing things you ain't got no business doing. And he will correct you. Why don't you come to Jesus? Because that's the only that's the only only opportunity. How shall we escape if we neglect so many We can't escape, brother. I can't escape. That's brother right. Jackson can't escape. Brother Jackson had to come to Christ just like I did. I had to come to Christ just like Jackson did. Ain't no right. ain't no patting on the back. Ain't no trying to compromise. Come on. Come on. You ain't gonna make it without Christ. Amen. I'm going to say this, and I'm going I'm to give it over to it. Hollywood is one of the most wicked places you can live. Come on. Hollywood is one of the wicked places you can live. You know why? Because people there have no – there's, there's a few Christians in California and other states, but they have no idea. They have no idea of what the judgment of Christ and the judgment of the world are going to be like. They have no idea. They're not looking for it. They don't want it. They hate it. They're, try, they're trying to drown themselves out with sin to get some kind of motivation or some kind of goody-goody tricky out of it. And guess what? They mm-hmm. are selling their souls to the devil to get prosperity. That's right. And after they die, don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. After you die now, ain't no use you worried about how you can get out. Because if you die without Christ, you are going to be in hell. That's right. Right away. That's up. But hell is not the place where you're going to spend eternity. The That's right. lake of Gehenna. Gehenna, the lake of fire. I'm talking about boiling lava brimstone, where you will actually float 
in a lake, and you'll be dipping under, coming up for air, dipping under, coming up, and you will be in pain, and worms will be eating you, and demons will be tormenting you because of your sins, because you didn't give them to Jesus Christ, because he took your wrath, and by him taking your wrath, you rejected his wrath, and you said, I'll take him myself. And people that say, well, my hell, yeah, I don't mind going to hell, to hell with it, you know. How the hell are you? Uh, hey, man, you look like hell. Hey, man, why don't you go to hell? Oh, yeah, that's a hell. That's a hell. That's right, amen. But you just don't want to face it. And by you want, don't want to face it, you want to face pleasure first. But after that pleasure, all over. And you re- refuse to accept Christ. And that's church folks, too. And God is saving now more on the outside of the church than on the inside of the church. He's that's saving right, Come on, prison. He's, sa- he's saving people that's got all kind of issues. He's saving them because they know they're at a dead end and they don't have nobody else to depend upon. But if somebody will go tell them about Jesus and tell them what he'll do for you and what he can do, I believe they'll come to Jesus Christ. But the church is saying, well, we got it all. We got this. Look at us. We 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 ain't we ain't like them other folks. I don't care who you ain't like. You all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But thank God, God got more mercy than mercy can handle. He loves the sinner, and he can save you, whoever you are, wherever you are. You can accept Jesus Christ right now. Brother, go ahead and walk with it. Amen. Amen. Awesome, brother. Amen. Isaiah, verse 6. Amen. All right. There's only one way to escape the great tribulation. Amen. The only thing we could do is tell you about it, preach and teach salvation, but it's up to you to receive salvation. It's up to you to want to be part of the kingdom of God of this most joyous time in our time, in, in our time. Mankind, a, amen. amen. 1,000 years. 1,000? With Christ. 1,000 years. Man, you can't beat it. You can't no. beat it. 1,000 years with the Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen, Verse 6. Says of, of Isaiah 54 says, For the Lord hath called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, and the wife of you, when thou was refused, said thy God. God accepted us while we were dead in our sins. He was always there for us, waiting. Amen? Even Amen, we forsaken, dead in our sins. Amen. Amen. But God is good. Let's good. go to Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verse seventeen. Second Corinthians. Yes, sir. Fourth chapter. Amen. Verse seventeen. Yes, sir. Second Corinthians. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got it. 4 and 17. This is what it says. For our light affliction. Did you hear that? Yes, While sir. While we were dead in our sins, 
But once we got saved, we began to experience these trials and tribulations. It seemed like life just changed. I remember when I was in the world, it seemed like everything was smooth. I had friends everywhere. Everybody loved me. But it seemed like when I got saved, things just changed. <laughs> Come on, preacher. Hey, Amen. Things changed. Change. People noticed something different about you. People said they don't want to be around you. People don't like to be around people who they feel is square. You Come don't like to now. have Come fun on, no more. You yeah. don't want to participate in the things that we participate in. You don't like what we like. But it says for our light affliction. In other words, in this life, as the children of God, we're going to go through some things. Yes. And, man, I tell you, it could be difficult. Yes, Very it can, brothers. And there are times where you just want to just throw your hands up and just give up. Amen. Yes, and so I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And then I won't put no more on you than you can bear. Come on. That's what it said, ain't it, brother? That's what it says. That's what it said. It says, verse 17 says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment. Amen. Moment. But I'll tell you right now, it don't seem like it's for a moment. Come on. 50 Come years on. of going through this life. Sometimes it's like you suffer more than what you ought to or need to. Dealing with people. Dealing with people mistreating you, no love, a lot of hate in the world. Yes, Lord. Amen. But Come on. when you compare our life to eternity, it ain't but a moment that we on this earth. It ain't but a moment. Amen. It's just yes, a moment. Sir. So it's yes, going to be sir. well worth it for the rewards that you're going to receive when Christ give you your rewards. Come all on, that preacher. You've been through, all that you have suffered. All but a moment for our light. The Bible says a light affliction. It don't feel light to me, amen. <laughs> amen. But Paul I know said, what you mean, brother. Amen, brother. It don't seem amen, like. Brother. But Paul said, yeah. compared to what you're going to receive, compared to the rewards that you're going to get in heaven, compared to the mansion that you're going to get that, that it'll never break down, it'll never need maintenance, you're going to have wealth. Better than silver and gold and diamonds beyond your dreams. Come on, beyond preacher. your wildest dreams. The Bible says for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Did you see All how right. the scripture changed? It said that our affliction was light. It don't seem like, but compared to what we're going to get, the latter part of the scripture, which says far more exceeding, meaning that you're going to have riches. You think you think the people on this earth are rich. They ain't rich. They ain't rich. This ain't nothing they got. This nothing. is nothing compared to what God's going to give you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is like you say, oh, God, yeah, yeah. For what I'm getting... Oh, what I went through, you'll probably do it three lifetimes. <laughs> Come on. You'll go through it again for what you yeah. don't see. You say, Lord, all, I get all of this for what I went through. And it says, and eternal. See, he may, he let you know that no, that you're going to receive an exceeding abundance. Not, and not only that's going to be, in other words, it's going to run it over. There's going to be so yeah. much you don't know what to do with it. 
You're going to have so much reward, you don't know what to do with it. You don't You're know like, what to do with it, I ain't never had this before. You don't, you don't know what to do with it, doctor. You're going to say, man, I ain't never had nothing like this before. I've never been blessed like this before on earth. Man, I got things beyond my wildest dream. You're going to be richer Dang. by far than Elon Musk. Come Bill on, Gates, preacher. Come on. Warren Buffett. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's the guy over, over Amazon? Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Those folks ain't got nothing compared to what we got coming up. Just for Come entry, on, preacher. Come heaven, on, preacher. Your wealth is going to be far beyond anything. Any man, the richest man, Monster Musa, uh, Musa yes, Monster, sir. whatever his name is, the African man. They say he was the richest man other than Solomon. He was the the, the yes. next wealthiest man that ever lived. Was next to Solomon. You gonna receive more wealth than Solomon. Lord have mercy. You're going to be so rich beyond your imagination when you get to heaven. Paul said that far more exceeding. And Paul ensured you that it's going to be for all eternity. He said, and all eternal weight of glory. You're going to Come receive on. for all eternity for your works now. For what you've done in this life, God yeah. reward you for all eternity. Lord, I thank you for your grace and your mercy. Amen. 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 Back, back to Isaiah, the 54th chapter. Amen. Go back. Yes, Amen. We're going to look at verse 7. All right. Amen. Amen. Got it. Bro. Lord says, amen. Now watch this. Amen. Um, I think I got another scripture I need to. Oh, yeah, 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 I do. Let's go to Isaiah 62 and 4. I knew I had some notes. Isaiah 62, chapter, 62nd chapter, verse 4. 62 and 4. This is Isaiah 62 and 4. It says, Thou shalt no more be turned forsaken. Amen. Amen. Neither shall thy land any more be turned desolate. But watch Yeah. This. In other words, you ain't going to no longer be nothing. You'll no longer have nothing, but once come on, preacher. It's come on, thou shalt be called Hepzi Ba. Come on, and the land Beulah. <laughs> now watch this, and now watch the meaning of Hepzi Ba, and Beulah is going to be automatically translated at the very end, the latter part of this verse. It says, "For the Lord delighted in thee." That's what it means. Yeah, Hepzibah, that's what it means. The Lord delighted in her. And in and thy land shall be married. That's what Beulah means. It means to All right. marry. God is going to marry you. In other words, God shall never leave you nor forsake you. You'll never longer right. be turned forsaken. In other words, left behind. You know how a wife is forsaken? Sometimes a man walks away from his wife. I heard someone say he left and he never came back. He never thought about me and the kids. God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I'll yeah. never leave you alone. I'll never turn my back on you. I'm faithful to you for all eternity. I am yours and you are mine. That's how I'm married to Amen. He's married to the church. He's married to the saints of God. Amen. He'll never leave us desolate, alone. He'll never leave us with nothing. Amen. I thank God for being such an awesome God. He said, you're going to flourish for all eternity. All eternity. Be your God. I will forever be there with you. Amen? Amen. Amen. See, one thing I like about this Christian, what it reminds me of is a wife. 
It reminds me of women. Women desire security. They do. Yes, sir. That's what most women want. Women love security. Women yeah. get with a man and say, hey, you know what? This man helps me out. He provides for me. I got safety. Women just feel better when they got a man on their own. All right. They feel All right. safe and secure. Amen. Amen. Come on. Now watch this. Amen. Back over to Isaiah 54 and 7. This is what it says. For a small moment have I forsaken thee. Amen. He's talking about this lifetime. We're going through things in this world. We seem like God just forsaken, like God just forgot us. Like, God, have you forgotten me? Man, I'm down here struggling. I'm going through all this, this mess on earth. People are, are picking at me. People are doing me wrong. They mistreat me on the job. They mistreat me in the home. They mistreat me in the church. It just seems like I'm just going through so much. But God said, for a moment, I have forsaken thee. But with great mercies will I gather thee. No, Come he's on. coming back to get the church. He's coming back to get. He's going to gather the elect, and we will be with him forevermore. Come on. Amen. Now Come watch on, this. Revelation, I mean, I'm sorry, Isaiah 54 and 8. It says, in a little wrath, I hid my face from thee for a moment. Amen. Amen. But with everlasting kindness, will I have mercy on thee, said the Lord, thy Redeemer. Sometimes as man, what this reminds me of is sometimes when we don't do like we're supposed to. And because we do, even as parents, we do this sometimes. Sometimes we do it to teach our kids a lesson. Sometimes when our kids need us, I remember one time I needed my dad for something, for something, and he like, uh, he wasn't there for me. He said, I'm going to pray for you instead. I was like, Lord, have mercy. This is before, this right was, I was a baby in Christ. I was thinking to myself, man, I, I, I don't need no prayer. I need you to give me some money. <laughs> All right. All hey, man, right. Said, we think like that sometimes. We think God has forgotten us, but the greatest thing that he could have did for me was pray for me. Because the prayer was far more than what any dollar could do. Because you want to know why. Come on now. Come on now. he prayed for me, I didn't need no money. I was like, wow. Now I understand. That's the power of God. I didn't need no money after he prayed for me because when everything was said and done, I didn't need any money. That was nothing but God. Amen. That was nothing but God. Amen. But it says that, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, said the Lord, thy Redeemer. Amen. Come on. on. Revelation, the third chapter. Let's go to Revelation, the third chapter. Go ahead, brother. Verse 18. Because I want to break down that verse a little bit more. Revelation, third chapter, verse 18. Amen. Show you how merciful God is. Revelation 3 and 18. This is what it says. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. Mm-hmm. That thou mayest be rich. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. That thou mayest be rich. So what he's saying is, I counsel thee. In other words, I come to you with ministry with open arms, with love, to buy of me. In other words, try God. Come on Let's now. see what you get. To get to receive gold tried in the fire. In other words, you're going to receive rewards tried in the fire, rewards that won't burn up. Not a, Come on, not preacher. A, a, a stubble, 
not of hay, amen, nor not right. of wood. Amen. He said, I try. He said, to buy me gold. Won't you get some gold from God? You said, you didn't try gold of the devil. The devil will lie to you. He'll get your stuff stole. He'll even get your kids. Yeah, yeah. He even posts out here selling their souls to the devil. Amen. Come on. They selling their souls to the devil. But Christ said, I counsel thee to buy of me. Come try me. Come to Christ. Come to me. Come to Come receive salvation. To buy of me gold tried in the fire. That thou mayest be rich, not rich on this earth, but rich spiritually. In other words, to receive right. eternal life. To receive rewards that will last for all eternity. Come on, preacher. And not only that, he said, guess what else you're going to get? And white raiment that thou mayest be clothed. Oh, yeah. you so beautiful. Your white raiment will blind a regular man. You can't even put shades come on, on, come on to stop come the brightness of how your garment's going to look. Your garment is going to be, your white raiment garment is going to be so bright. That, can't, that that the naked eye of man couldn't look upon it. Because Come on. you have the Come glory on. of God on you. You got to be a spiritual being, an angel to look upon you. Come so on. when we come back for that thousand years, we're going to look beautiful. They're going to see them like, man, I want to be like them. They're going to be something that, that's going to be, they're going to be silly and say, I don't want no part of that. Just like folks, now, I don't know what it is about people. And what's, what's the sad part about it is, is Christ and the saints will be on the earth. They will actually walk among men. They will see the works of Christ. They will see the miracles firsthand. And you still got people who cause the hardness of the heart. Even without the influence of the devil, some people are just meant for the lake of fire. Ain't that sad? Come on. Come on. It's a choice. That they make that choice. They just gonna make that choice. They just gonna make that's it, bro. They just gonna make that choice. I don't want a part of that. I wanna be a part of that. I don't want no part of that. And because of that fire, they're going to make you look, the lake of fire their home for all eternity. Lord, but watch, what, watch what the scriptures say. Amen, brother. Watch what the scriptures say. It says, white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the short, the shame, I'm sorry, the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. In other words, spiritually, all the shameful things that we've done in the dark will be brought to the light. But if you got Christ, your sins are covered in the blood. And that's why I see it over in Isaiah. Amen. Isaiah, yes, the 54th chapter, verse 17, that's why he said what he said. He said, in every tongue that shall arise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Nobody will be able to speak out against you. This is the, the heritage and the inheritance of the saints. This is the reward, yes, the reward that you'll get. In other words, it's just like it's just like when somebody commit a crime and they they got their crime hidden, it's been expunged, you can't see it on the record. That's what Christ That's right. do He's gonna expunge your record. He's like, Well, you got no record of that. Sin. What sin? He did what? No, you yeah. don't have no record of that. That, that, that that's private information. That that information is locked up and sealed away for all these because it's been washed, it's gone, cast into the sea of forgetfulness. Yeah. Never to be remembered, never to be thought of, never to be even brought up. My sins will never be brought before judgment. That's how. That's the inheritance and the heritage of a child of God. 
Man, I tell people all the time, there's no way in the world I want to give an account for all the evil, nasty, dirty things I've done. Amen. Come on. God, Come on. God said, He said, Your sins have been washed in the blood. And I blood passed the blood, the sea. Amen. The sea of forgiveness. The blood is powerful. They don't want to talk about the blood, brother. The blood is powerful. It's been washed in the blood. And the raiment came out whiter than snow. Yes. Amen. Watch yes. this. Watch this now. Watch this. And it said, and anoint thine eyes with eyesaw that yes, thou mayest see. When you have the Holy Spirit, you see a lot of things. Me and the brother, the brother can see a lot of things. The brother has come out, and over the years, he revealed a lot of things to us. Amen. Elder Bazaar is a right. wise man in the scriptures. And I thank God for his spiritual wisdom and knowledge. He's blessed us so much. He can see so much in the spirit. Amen. And the, and the scripture said that he, his eyes have been anointed with eyesaw. Amen. Mm. Brother Jackson's eyes have been anointed. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Elder Bazaar, the watchman on the yeah. wall. Amen. His eyes Come have on, been anointed preacher. with eyesaw. Amen. Don't Come you on. This, 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 see, see, the Illuminati talk about they, they know all the see, they know They don't know nothing. Amen. They don't know nothing. But the stuff that you, that's going to be revealed to you is going to be so amazing. We're going to get to know a lot of the secrets. Amen? Amen. This is a blessing in the heritage of the saints. Amen. Amen. Watch this. Amen. I got I got one more minute. I'm going to turn back over. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. We are so blessed. I got a couple more scriptures, so I hope I got a little time when I come back. We are so blessed. It's such a blessing to be a child of God. I can't yes, it is. enough. Yes, it is. No yeah. matter what happens in this life, I know that in the next life, man, I will be rewarded beyond my imagination. I will get to live in peace, love, and joy and happiness with all my family, friends, and loved ones that were saved. I get to meet new saints on the other side, the old saints, the ancient saints. Yeah. We have joy, laughter, and fun for yes, all sir. Yes, sir. eternity. Damn. Come on. Take it away. Look here, look here, look here, man. We, we, we are in this part of, uh, of, of life. We're in this part of the last church age. We see exactly what's going on in uh, churches today. People have went into apostate religion. They have a form of godliness and denying the power. There's people doing wicked stuff, uh, giving claim to it. It's of God that they're doing it, and it's not of God. Because God don't work with iniquity. He don't, he, God can, can, cannot, only thing God can do for a person that's in sin is turn him away from sin. That's the only thing he can do. But he's not going to work through sin to get something done. And we know in the Bible, it definitely says this, and this is scripture right here. It says in Revelation, in Revelation, the 21st chapter, it says, He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God. And he shall be my son. But it says here, but the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and saucers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake with with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. It covers the 
way unbelievers live. This is how unbelievers live that don't know on, Jesus God. Christ. Don't Come know on. Jesus Christ. They live fearful. They're unbelieving. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. Fun. Uh, murderers, mm-hmm. There are whoremongers, and we got whoremongers right. in the church. We got whoremongers in the big business. We got whoremongers in in, in, in in football, basketball, men after men, men mm. after women. We got murderers and football players and killing. Uh, uh, one guy the other day killed his wife, uh, 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 mutilated her. We got folks murdering each other. We got whoremongers using Young ladies, young ladies, 13 and 14 and 15 years old. Now, this this is wickedness. This is what God said yeah. is going to be cast into the lake of fire. And he says sorcerers. We got drug addicts. People taking drugs so long, and now they're trying to get on a high high. And when you try to switch the drugs that you was on to get on a high high on another drug, you only take one time to take that drug, and you are dead meat. It'll kill you. Wow. They, they went out of here on drugs, idolatry. People are worshiping everything but God Almighty. They're worshiping Hollywood. They're worshiping football. They're worshiping basketball. They're worshiping their house. They worship their cars. They worship the, the, the clothes they wear. They worship that. They honor that. They jump up and down about that. They're idolaters. They worship statues. They worship demons. They worship Satan. They're worshiping all this. And he says, and all liars. Who is a liar? Anybody that denied that Jesus Christ came in the flesh and that Jesus Christ, they denied that Jesus Christ is God Almighty, is a liar. Amen. And the Bible says, in the last day, many antichrists will come. In other words, many liars will come denying what? The cross of Christ. The cross of Christ. They don't believe in the suffering of Jesus Christ. They don't believe that Mm. Jesus Christ suffered for their sins. They don't believe nothing but what they believe is what they can handle with their hands and see with their faces and do all the wickedness. And the Bible says, I didn't say this. I didn't write this. I had nothing to do with writing this Bible. God wrote it through holy men as they were moved by the Holy Ghost, and there's no mistake. So if you want to get mad, I mean, you get sad or whatever, but this is what it says. It says, shall have their part in the lake. Not Lake Huron, not Lake Huron, not Lake uh, uh, um, um, any other lake. It's, it's about five lakes up here in Chicago, uh, Lake Hudson. And not that lake. No, not, not that lake. This is another lake. This lake is found in the heart of the earth. This lake is malted lava. This lake is brimstone and fire. This lake is where you go if you die in this condition. If you die in your sins, if just an unbeliever, you go into hell because it said, which burn with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. I have never right. heard. I have never heard. Now listen to what I'm saying now, because I'm not the judge of nobody. I ain't judging nobody. But here's what I here's what I'm listening to. I ain't never heard Beyonce confess Christ. Mm. I ain't never heard Beyonce her life been changed. Mm. And just go for the rest of these guys I got. I ain't hear nothing about Pope Francis saying that Jesus Christ saves. I ain't hear nothing about Michael Jackson. 
I ain't hear T.G. Jake say nothing about the changed life of Jesus Christ. I ain't hear Cliff O'Dollar say anything. I ain't hear Paula White say anything. I ain't hear Kanye West say anything. I ain't hear Benny Hinn say anything about the transformation of the redemption blood of Jesus Christ and lift up the name of Jesus Christ and study himself. I ain't never hear Bobby Jones or Jay-Z. I ain't never hear Chris Brown. I ain't never hear Jennifer Hudson. I ain't never hear Kobe Bryant. I ain't never hear Joel Osteen. I ain't never hear Justin Brevers. I ain't never hear Madonna. I ain't never hear Ron Buffett. I ain't never hear Oprah Winfrey. I ain't never hear Will Smith confess Christ as Lord and Savior of their soul and come out from amongst the Illuminati. I ain't never hear Whitney Houston. Oh, they talk about it. I ain't never hear T.D. Jakes. I ain't never hear Joel Osteen. I ain't never hear John Kerry. I ain't never hear Lady Gaga. I ain't never hear LeJohn Brain, uh, LeBron James, or Madonna. I ain't never hear Mr. Big. I ain't never hear Tupac. I ain't never hear Rothschild or the Rockefellers or Dick Cheney or Charles, Prince Charles, Barack Obama, Duke of York. I ain't never hear Adolf Hitler before he died. He never confessed Christ. As Lord and Savior, I ain't never hear Stalin say anything. I ain't never hear Al Gore say anything. I ain't never hear Jeff Kinney. And there's many more, many more that they can say Jesus, but they can't live like Jesus. They don't love like Jesus. They get their rewards and their idolatry here on earth. They're worshiping idolatry. And most of them, and some of them, I don't know who's taking it, but somebody in there taking a lot of drugs, but they do it under disguise. The Bible said all these kind of people that die in that condition, not saying they can't be saved because they can be saved if they repent. You've got to repent. You've got to turn away from it. And if you don't turn away from it and confess Jesus Christ with your mouth and believe with your heart, Revelation says, and they shall burn in the lake of fire. That burnish forever. Now, I, I, you know, I can't get off of this because it's very vital. It's, it's unique because people ain't scared of hell no more. No, they ain't scared of hell no more. They say there ain't no hell. They say this is a hell. I'm going there for a period of time, and then I'm going to get out after I get purified. But there's no fire that can purify your soul. The only thing that can purify your soul, you got to go to the cross. You got to plead the blood of Jesus. You got to repent of your sins. And when you be changed from, from, from a sinner to a saint, I guarantee you. I guarantee you, you'll come out from among them and be separated from them because a sinner cannot hang around a saint, and a saint can't hang around a sinner. Oh, come on, preacher. You understand what I'm saying? That means I can't go in the strip cheese joint and and, and look at them naked women. That means I can't go in there. I'm out of place. And if I go in there and they know I'm a preacher, man, they'd be, they be saying, man, what you doing in here? What you doing? Amen. And there's some church folks talking about they are saints of God. They're doing all kind of old crooked, underhand stuff. And Jesus Christ said, look, I'm going to sanctify you. I'm going to set you apart from sin. I'm going to put my spirit in your spirit. And guess what? I'm going to work through you to come out from among them. But the Bible tells me, listen here, this is what I'm saying. The Bible said to me, hell is going to be full. It's 
going to be running over. Isaiah said the fifth chapter, the 14th verse. Let's get that. I'm going to read that. Let's see how much time I got because I want to give the brother the last. Amen. I got a little time here. Let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah. The brother been coming from Isaiah. I got some for Isaiah too. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah fifth chapter. Fifth chapter of Isaiah. Amen. It reads like this. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Look ahead, the fifth chapter, the 14th verse. The 14th verse of Isaiah. It says this. Isaiah says this. Therefore, hell has enlarged herself. You know it's got a feminine gender there. Herself. And opened her mouth without measure. No measure for it. It's unlimited. And their and their glory and their multitude and their pomp and he who rejoices shall descend into it. This is a picture of Isaiah giving us a revelation of the increase of hell, and he called mm-hmm. hell or her and opened her mouth. What mm-hmm. a woman got to do with going to hell? What do a woman got to do going with hell? Amen. I'm going to tell you. Sex is a hell-bounding journey. Amen. When people get caught up in sex, and sex usually comes from a woman, but now men are having sex. Mm. So we find out here men are having sex with men and women mm. and animals. So what we're saying, mm. sex is a sanctity of God in marriage. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful act in marriage. Outside of marriage, it can get lustful, dangerous, destructive, mm. And everything that you can think of, because let me tell you something. People will do for money. They do all kind of sex acts for you for money. That's right. That's right. And we will find out that the world today is covered with sex. You see sex right. everywhere. Young men and boys and girls today are learning more about sex than when I was 25 years old. They know more Amen. about it now. And they do, and it's what it's getting a grip on their mind, getting a grip on their soul, getting a grip on their behavior, and they will go sex crazy because you can go sex crazy. People right. today are going sex crazy. They will sell their mama. They will trade in. They'll go to bed with their mama. They'll go to bed with their brothers because of Mm. sex. And the sensation that sex gives you, they want to see how high they can get. And this is why I just say hell has enlarged herself because it's mostly conjoined with women. Man, let Mm. me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Churches have been blown apart because of sex inventories. Men, preachers, deacons have messed their lives up through sex inventories and doing sex acts. Men have got their wives killed, have got their children killed because of sex. Because sex is one thing that God warns of us is the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. And men today, 
Men today only want one thing, get a thrill on Blueberry Hill, and they'll die and go to hell for it. They don't care what it costs. And so hell today is enlarging itself right now. There's somebody just right now, as I'm talking, got killed right now over a sex act. Somebody somebody committed adultery. Some man shot some other man. Why? Because of sex. And the world says, flee from lustful fornication and adultery and incest. And Isaiah is telling us, look here, church folks, you need to get yourself together and quit lusting after somebody else. Get yourself together because when Jesus Christ comes, you better be what? You better be if you want to get a reward. And you can be saved and still have sex problems. Oh, look here. Yes, you can. Amen. Amen. They had the same problem in Corinthians. All through the and out through the the, 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 the world, every 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 kingdom that was ever up on the earth failed because of the end of it was sex. Egypt, Assyria, Babylonians, Media Persian Empire, the Grecian Empire, Alexander the Great was a sex maniac. And let me tell you something. And then Rome was the last empire that fell because of sex incense, sex sensual sex acts. They was having sex right on the courthouse, and Rome oh. burned to the ground. And America, I'm talking about America now, because the people are going sex mad. Every time you turn on your TV set, every time, if there's a story on, there's a woman in it, it ends up with sex acts. It ends up with kissing. It ends up with a uh, 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 wife swapping. And the hell is getting larger every day. Why did you think Christ died to deliver you from that vice? And that vice is one of the most dangerous that men and women are dying, going to hell over. And Isaiah said, and the mean man shall be brought down and the mighty man shall be humbled and the eyes of the lofty shall be humbled. But the Lord of hosts shall be exalted in judgment and and God who is a, who is holy shall be sanctified in righteousness. To to those that listen to me out there, there's other things than sex, but this is number one. Money, money is next, and then position and power is next. And we're living in that age now where the presidents, the kings and priests don't you think when they get out there and start talking about a problem or an issue, they ain't they ain't do, they ain't doing they ain't having prayer meeting behind the doors? They ain't praying for the country. No, they plan they passing the buck too. There ain't no use of trying to blame all on the church because the government Amen. is doing it. But it's a it's a shame that the church is involved with it and they don't have to be involved with it because they got power enough to turn away from it. But they don't want to use that power. But the Bible says that that great whore in Revelation, that great whore in Revelation gives you the picture of the end of that false church. And that false church, that false church, there was a woman in the Bible, and I'm going to give it to the brother. There's a woman in the Bible called Jezebel. 
Jezebel was one of the wickedest women that lived on the face of the earth. She was wicked. She come from the uh, 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 deity of Baal, B-A-A-L, Baal, Baal. And she had 850 false prophets, and she was prostituting them. And she would, she would fix them up with a, with, a, with a woman, and she was a loose woman. She was Ahab's, huh? she was Ahab's wife, and she was a, 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 a heathen queen. And God mm. told Jezebel, turn, turn from your wicked ways. Turn, Jezebel. I believe she was so mean and so cruel and so rotten. I believe in my mind she gave the Lord the middle finger. Hey, forgive mm. you. I'm telling you, wicked. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to be I'm gonna be frank. I'm going to quit patting, pitting, patting. Pat. People are giving God the middle finger now. They're telling God, go screw yourself. And I'm going to sound rough and tough. But that's what the nations are doing. That's what America is doing now. Nobody won't bow down and pray. The government won't bow down and pray. The preachers not bow down and pray. They're going out there giving God the middle finger and telling your scriptures don't mean nothing to me. I'm going to preach prosperity. I'm going to tell these folks a bunch of lies. I'm going to get me a jet plane. I'm going to get me a new house. I'm going to do this. And guess what? They're giving God the middle finger and saying, now shove that. And God said, oh, that's all right. All right, because one day when judgment comes, I'm going to laugh at your calamity. My oh. friends, this ain't no toy. I'm not playing with God. And Brother brother, brother, uh, brother Jackson's not playing with God. And let me right. tell you, whatever you say, he'll tell you the same thing I'm telling you because it's in the Bible. Don't go to hell. Please don't go to hell. Don't let nobody That's tell right. you anything. If it ain't in the word of God, don't you believe it. If it's in the Bible... Believe it. If it's not in the Bible, don't believe it. And people today saying the Bible is mystified, been misinterpreted. No, boy. The Bible has never been touched because you can't change God. He's the same yesterday, same today, and the same forevermore. That's right, what you amen. need to do today. This world is going to get worse and worse. As we go into 2023, it's going to get so bad. More storms are coming. More earthquakes are coming. War is coming. Russia is coming. China is coming. All these nations are going to gather around Jerusalem, and they're telling me all hell is going to break loose because God said, I'm tired. I'm tired of sin. I don't gave man the most graceful opportunity to come and be saved. And they won't do it. Brother, why don't you close us? with? We got 10 minutes. You can have the last 10 minutes. Say what you got to say and give an altar call, and we're going to let you go this evening and let you know what's on the wall will be again next week at 5 o'clock. Bring somebody with you. I know it sounds, it sounds pretty rough, but we got something real good for you, and that is salvation belongs to Jesus Christ. You can receive Amen. it today. Go ahead, brother. Brother Jackson. Amen. Amen. All glory be to God. Man, it's been a good word, a good show today. Amen. Most of all, amen, we pray that something was said to bless your spirit. Most of all that, amen, something was prompted in your spirit, amen, to receive salvation, to go ahead and move forward. If you've been, you know, standing at the finish line or 
uh, sitting on the fence, amen. Go ahead and make that move. I promise you, you won't regret it. Amen. Like the scriptures say, try try to buy a gold of God. Amen. Try God. Amen. Yeah. That's what it says. Try God. Amen. <laughs> Isaiah, the Amen. 54, chapter, 54 and 9 said, For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke thee. <laughs> God is saying that once you come to him, he's not with open arms and with love. He's not going to turn you back out into the world. He's not going to rebuke you. No. Amen. He made a promise, a covenant. A covenant is an agreement. Amen. And that's what God is saying. Yes, no. Man. Amen. That guess what? Amen. You don't have to worry about it. You're saying you're on this side now. You Come on, Bishop. You're part of me now. Amen. I want to show you Romans. Amen. Romans, the third chapter. I want to share with you something. And this is going to be verse 23 through 25. All right. It says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That is true. We are all sinners. The only difference between you and I is that I have accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. That's the only difference. I have accepted him as our Lord and Savior. And it says, being justified fully by this grace through the redemption that is in Christ, Yeshua. It's free. Salvation is free. We've been redeemed by the blood. Come on, preacher. It says, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation. Amen. What is that? In other words, he paid for our wrong. That's all it means. He he paid. For hours, he paid for what I did. When he went to the cross, he knew that Tim couldn't do it. He knew that the elder couldn't do it. <laughs> he died for our sins. That's what he's doing for you. He's already done it for you and I. The hard part is already done. All you all got right. to do is accept God. That's all you have to do. The hard part is over with. He said, you just have to accept him, walk in the spirit, follow me. Like the brother say, abstain from sin. Stay away from sin. Amen. Don't practice sin. But follow me. Amen. He said through faith in his blood, we have been redeemed. He paid for our wrong with his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past. Amen. That means that what he's saying is that it's already done. And so what we what we continue to do over and over, it'll be past. It'll be past us. He won't look for that anymore. It's already done. He made a covenant with with uh, with mankind with Noah. He said, "I no longer flutter." He was angry with men. God was upset at man for what he did. Wickedness all over. He said, "No longer." We don't understand the wrath of God is terrible. Oh my yes, God. That yes. last three and a half years, that the judgments and punishments that's coming, the judgment of God. You talking about something fearful? Them people didn't know what to do when they saw that flood. They'd never seen nothing like it. Water rushing. They couldn't go up. They couldn't go. There was nowhere high enough that they can go. The highest trees wasn't high enough. The highest mountain wasn't high enough. Nothing was. They was afraid. They were scared. They were terrified to say the least. The wrath of God. Never never will I do that again. For I'll be merciful 
to man. Amen. What, what does it say? Amen. Let me go over to. Let, let me show you what it said over in the go ahead, book brother. of uh, Genesis eight and one. Let me just take it up so I can show you what the scripture says. Genesis eight and one. This is what it says. I'm sorry, eight, Genesis eight and twenty one. It says, "And the Lord smelled a sweet savor." Amen. And the Lord said in, in his heart, "I will not again." Curse the ground anymore for man. Mm. See how merciful God is? He says, For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. So yeah. you already know it's already in us. He said, Neither will I again smite anymore everything living as I have done. He said, I won't do that again. Amen. No. Amen. Breaking his mercy. Amen. But it said, for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Amen. Amen. Isaiah, the 54th chapter, verse 10, last verse. Yes, for the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my <laughs> kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither Ooh. shall the covenant of my peace be removed, said the Lord that hath mercy on thee. Amen. Amen. God is good. I'm going to turn back over to the brother, but I want to say a few things. Amen. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Finish it up. Amen. Yeah, go ahead. Finish Amen. It up. Amen. Three Amen. minutes. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and finish it up. Amen. Yeah. Amen. God is so merciful, and I can't stress enough how God loves us, how he loves me, how he loves you. How he loves Israel, the church. God loves us so much. He is so merciful. He gives us chance after chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. Because you want to know why? He wants to see us with him for all eternity. It's just like looking at a baby's face. He loves us so much. He wants us to comfort him. He doesn't want us to reject him. He doesn't want us to hate him. We are God's creation. He created. How much more could he love us? He cre- He put you here. He wants yeah. you to be here. Amen. He doesn't want to be apart from you. God loves you so much. He wants you to come and be a part of his kingdom. Amen. Like he said in verse 10, for the mountains shall depart and the hills shall be removed, but his kindness shall never depart from thee. What much more can you say? He'll never take his loving <laughs> kindness on, from you. Come on now. Amen. He said that he, he said, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed. That's an agreement. It will always be peace with us for all eternity, said the Lord, and mercy on thee. I am so grateful to be a child of God. You can say what you want. Don't miss this opportunity. Romans 10, 9, and 10. Get saved today. Don't, you don't have to be at church to get saved. You get saved right now over the earth. Right now. In your bedroom, your bathroom, your favorite room, your kitchen. It don't matter. Get saved. We don't want to see nobody lost. Amen. God is so good and merciful. Amen. The watchman on the wall will be back on the earth Wednesday night. I will be listening. And if I have the opportunity, I do plan on coming on the earth with him that night. If I don't have any family events scheduled. Family, remember that I am royalty. You are royalty. The yeah. elder bazaar is royalty. We yeah, are the Lord. true elite. We will live all eternity. Family, I love <laughs> you. God bless you. Amen. We will have a have a blessed and wonderful week. And you all take care. Brother, I'll hear take from care. you soon. God bless you. 
and I love you all. Good night. Amen. Amen. God Amen. bless you, Brother Tim Jackson. Thank you for your input. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for your commitment and your desire to do what the Amen. Lord has called you to do in these last Geneva days. We'll be back. Amen. Uh, I'll be back Wednesday, uh, 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock, and then I'll be back uh, Sunday at uh, – and if Brother Whatcha Call has got an open gate there, he can come on with me. I ain't going to – 